Good afternoon and welcome to my Eco-Activist Journeys radio show. My name is Leah Wyman and I'm a second year student at the University of St. Andrews studying sustainable development and international relations. Today I'm going to talk to you about the global climate strikes and movement. Firstly, I'm going to talk about some background information on the current global climate movement, the youth strike, and then move on to why we are striking, and uh, as well as going to some of the criticism that the youth strikes have received, um, and my, what my responses to that, and yeah, more specifically also going to talk about the St. Andrews climate strike, and um, but I will also talk touch upon the topic of the XR, so the Extinction Rebellion strikes, and uh, yeah, strikes and civil disobedience in general, and um, yeah, have a discussion around that. So I really invite you as my listeners, if you're tuning into my live show, to um, log into the Buzzbox um, on um, Star Radio, so it's an andrewsradio.com. And um, yeah, feel free to add any comments, add to the discussion, and then I can read those out and we can have a little interaction if you wish. Um, but yeah, let's move into it. Um, so, some more background information. Um, I'm sure lots of you have probably heard and seen in the news the current um, environmental movement across all media and um, it's really good to see that the pace that is picking up because I feel like it's quite often that um, climate movements are sort of um, they peak around some sort of climate conferences often and then um, yeah everyone hopes for action to happen and so it's down a little bit and peace but at the moment there's really momentum um, to for action and for strikes all around the world and uh, that's really hopeful but it's also um yeah it's also we just need to see that we use that momentum to really make a difference and make a change this time and um yeah so it probably started with um Greta Thunberg a 15 year old Swedish schoolgirl um striking outside a parliament in Sweden um and um yeah not going to school and I think that's when it's um started um when her journey started of uh, uh, Fridays for Future, so starting uh, uh, every Friday, school children striking. And that's really become a global movement all around the world. And I think especially the big ones are happening uh, at least once a, once a month and globally, but just every Friday all around the world, there's um, strikes that are organized. People that are literally going and um, staying out of school every single Friday to make a statement. And... Um, yeah, I think what is also really um, important, what is done with those strikes is that uh, all the information is collected um, online. Um, who's striking? How many places are striking? How many people are striking? And um, yeah, looking at some of the statistics, on the 15th of March, uh, 1.6 million people around the world um, striked, mostly children and youth. And um, so it's also um, really empower empowering to see this map of the world of all the places and the people striking. Uh, mainly in bigger cities, um, that's where it's been centred. But um, you know, I think um, what's really been realised um, by lots of people now is to just go do it. It doesn't matter how big the group is at the beginning to go do and make a statement because this is our future and it's so important. And um, yeah, we ha we had also I was in Andrews climate strike uh, organised um, together when we formed a group called um, Climate Actions in Andrews. And we organised a climate strike in St Andrews on the 15th of March with school children and students. Um, we had about 200 people, so it was for the fact that we literally only had about a week, a little bit, yeah, to organise it. Um, it's, it's pretty good. And our next one is happening next week, to, um, Friday on the 12th. And that's also when a, 
um, big ones all around the world are happening and also leading up to the global climate strikes, which are starting on the 15th of March, which I'm also going to talk a bit more, but more about because they, um, lots, lots of them are, lots of that is centered around the Extinction Rebellion strikes. Um, yeah, and I think they make a really powerful statement that they form part of like the global movement. Um, so I think all with what is building up, we're within the next two weeks, we're going to see some of the biggest climate strikes in history. I really think that um, from what's been building up. Um, so <laughs> I just I just think it's such an important topic that we talk about now and that we talk to people about it, you know, so we can all form part of that movement and form part of that history uh, that we stand up for future on earth and uh, we can say we were out there and we were striking and we were trying to do our best to push for a better future but yeah let's move on to um you know why <laughs> why are we striking uh so earth is around 4.5 billion years old and now we only have 11 years left to tackle climate change according to the un and the ipcc report um it's been known for a really long time that climate change is an issue and that the environmental degradation is happening all around the world. Um, yeah, like for over 50 years, when you look at some of the old newspapers and journals, you can find um, so many reports from climate change. And also the first climate conference, that's a long time ago now, the Rio conference, Um but then we look at our world and we look at the statistics of um, CO2 emissions and those have just risen exponentially. So the question is obviously what happened, um, what can we do now and how can we really scale up? Um, and obviously this is not a good position to be in already because we don't have the time to do a very, a very phased in solution to, to um, a low carbon world. It's going to happen, have to happen rapidly now. And this is, you know, what we've been saying for years. If we don't, if it's not done early, it's just going to get harder and harder each day that we don't do something. It's going to get harder. And, um, yeah, that's very scary. Um, yeah, so standing at the tipping point of Earth history and, you know, I think so, there's still so many people out there who don't really recognize the severity of the situation or who do recognize it but don't see it as their task or mission to do something or to use their voice to speak about it in whatever capacity, you know. Um, so I think it's maybe not for everyone, but everyone can do something, you know. Everyone can write letters and email, speak to people about it. Um, I think, yeah, that's an important fact to also re recognize. And for me personally, I think just highlighting the fact that <laughs> the climate movement is not just for environmentalists. Uh, it's not about suddenly becoming um 100% environmentalist or turning your career choices around but saying that if I want to have my dream career whatever it is that you want to do uh or whatever it is someone else wants to do we all need to stand for climate justice in order to have a future um in order a way we can fulfill those dreams and those jobs and uh those life goals that we have um yeah so I think for for the youth it's uh, for us young people, it's really hard, uh, quite alarming to recognize, you know, we're working so hard for our future and we're studying and we're told to work and study and be proactive and learn. Um, but it's just, you know, more and more the question is, you know, what future? Um, 
we, we there's quite futures literally crumbling beneath our feet while nothing is happening and it's quite easy to say oh yeah we should be out there studying and learning to make a difference in the world when we quite realistically don't have the time to grow up and um be in position um, and wait until we're in positions of influence and power where we can do something. Um, and I think also what we need to question is why are these protests, you know, really intensifying at the moment and why the current strikes um, are such a youth movement, you know? Why are so many students and children skipping school on Fridays in order to protest? And I think for some people it's really easy to dismiss the climate strikes and it's easier to frame them as children missing school and university or just ditching classes because they know what they think they know what they what they're doing but really they're also contributing or whatever i don't know what ideas people have about about it really but what is a lot more difficult is looking at the issue and wondering how bad has it got that we are the ones leading the climate movement um and, you know, this has been such a long time coming. Um, but now it's us that are also striking and part of the leading force of the movement. And, uh, I mean, fair, which I think is important because it is our future. And I think as the children and the youth are not given a big enough voice in general um, to say that children are, or like youth or teenagers are not well informed enough is just also sometimes quite striking Um yeah, I think there also needs to be a lot of questions around, you know, maybe voting ages and things like that. Because I do think, um, yeah, I think we should also be giving given a voice earlier um, and a stronger voice because, especially in things like climate change, because this is our future and uh, <laughs> this is the world that we're being left. Um, yeah. So, you know, how far has this come to happen, you know? And I think we really should be questioning how democracy has been failing us when people have been standing up for so long for climate um, justice and climate action. And I'm not saying, you know, people haven't been standing up. People have. Um, citizens, I mean, this is not the beginning of the climate movement. Uh, it's been going on for many, quite a few years now. Um, even for me, looking back at the like, climate strides at the COP, uh, the conference, like the, when every time a COP has happened, the climate strikes I've been to, and then reflecting, oh, wow, this is already four or five years ago now again, um, you know, what's been happening. And yeah, also really wondering what else can we do? So it's so inspiring to see that it's just such a global global movement, really, of people empowering each other to do things. Um. But I think what is also important to discuss is, yes, we can talk about how inspiring it is for you standing up for our future, but I think we also should be looking at how sad that actually is. You know, we're the ones missing classes and education time in order to teach our, teach our current political system and our current leaders that we cannot continue to survive on Earth if business and politics continue as usual without climate action. And I think that's where we really need to highlight, you know, we need everyone to join. We need adults to take action. Uh, we need celebrities and influencers to use their voice. We need politicians to use their voice. We need artists to use their voice. We need singers to use their voice. You know, everyone from whatever sphere it is, from whatever political opinion, this is not one movement from one side of a political spectrum. This is all of us. This is our whole species this is a whole earth this is more than our species really 
and we need everyone to join. You know, I think if you love anything in this world, you should be thinking about why you're not doing something to combat climate change and stand for climate justice. You know, uh, or you should be asking, what can I do? What can I do in my capacity with my voice and my talents? Because we all have platforms and ways to speak and somehow make a difference, you know. Somehow hope that we'll reach people. And yeah, it comes from scary at the beginning. And um, it's the same by Gandhi, you know, that, you know, first they ignore you and then they fight you and then you win. So it's a process, obviously. Um, yeah, but then I think what is also uh, what people have been asking me as well is, you know, there's one thing protesting, but what is what is wanting to be achieved out of that protest? Um, what are we doing? Um, um, so, yeah. So, firstly, obviously, we want climate action. And we want rapid climate action, like climate emergency action, really, because this is an emergency. And um, I think, yes, one part of it is raising awareness, is raising the profile, which has been done quite amazingly. Um, all around the world, that is has she become a topic number one topic in the news, which it should be. You know, there's so many news stories that I mean, yeah, also important. But you know, sometimes it's just some of the things you read and see in the paper. You just wonder, you know, why why are we discussing the number one issue that is affecting life on Earth at the moment? And um, I think what was released recently is that, for example, now it's also changing some of the perspective for example um, BBC said that it called I think it was BBC um, correct me if I'm wrong that they are together with weather reports they're also um, going to um, release um, current MCO2 emissions always every day which I think is an important step to really make people realize every day we're one step closer to the point of no return and uh, yeah I think Firstly, it's scary to recognize how how much of an emergency this is. But at the same time, it's so important. And I think with that opportunity of tackling climate change, we also have the opportunity to make the world a lot better place in many different ways because climate change does affect every issue. And we can look at just this issue. We can look at gender. We can look at social issues and try and address yeah, some of the dominant ideology in the world. Um, so I think it's really an historic opportunity. Um, yeah. So, yeah, oh, I wanted to first say what really was <laughs> the mission. Um, so firstly, solidarity as well for different, from different, say, standing as different cities and different towns in your area and saying, I send solidarity with the global movement. It's not about how many people do that or because more people will join um, eventually. You know, someone always has to be first and do it. And then, I mean, we can already see how much of a norm it really is <laughs> or norm. I say norm. How many places have joined it now? And norm is not the right word. Um, to put pressure on governments, you know, really say these are the people out there striking. These are people. These are the cities. Boys, and these is, this is how many school children are missing school today. This is how many students are not missing class today um and then really declaring a climate emergency and yeah that's from a governmental perspective but i think universities and schools and high profile organizations can do that as well 
and say, okay, we work, we as an organization recognize, we declare climate emergency. And that means we we pressure and push governments to do something. We pressure, we are looking at ways to do something ourselves. And we're looking at how we can influence and really put this as a top priority for everything we do. And um, as a top concern under everything we do. Um, yeah. And then things like um, XR obviously are pushing for um, citizen assemblies and civic societies to have a voice in the climate action movement because um, we're the ones who who really want to make a difference and secure our future and politicians are um, have such a short-term voting in voting out that you know some of the things that we have to do now because we're in an emergency obviously won't be well, won't necessarily always be that popular maybe all it will definitely not be easy let's put it rather put it that way you know it will require change in the way that we live life and that might not go always 100 smoothly and uh, maybe it will be better to have um, citizen assemblies to really implement those changes um but yeah i'd say you know this is a revolution and this is an opportunity the opportunity to get involved uh, the opportunity to stand for our future and we can't say oh someone else is going to do it you know we can't say oh it's not really my thing I, i'm not comfortable with it yeah it's <laughs> climate change is not going to be comfortable either <laughs> and um it's come to the point where we just really we do really need everyone and um i think together we can also really there's also so much strength in uniting together um across all spheres and differences and saying this is despite everything this is our home and this is the planet we live on um so it's our mission to protect it but yeah um to have a short music break because you've been listening for me <laughs> for a while now i want to play the next song um to you which is talking about a revolution a cover yeah by Irina and Maurice um but uh yeah I hope you enjoy it and you get some inspiration about you know joining the revolution and joining the movement um yeah so I hope you enjoy that song and um got a bit inspired to <laughs> join the revolution and to join the movement and um yeah now I'm going to talk about some of the criticisms and that the strikes have received and what I would respond to that and uh, what I think that would be really nice if um, you could also comment in some of what you've heard and what you would like to say to that because I think we really it's important to get our voices out there really heard and address address that um yeah I think earlier I already mentioned you know it's 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 easy almost an easy solution for some to dismiss the strikes as um yeah children just not knowing what they're really striking for um what i saw the comment that was um, posted on our student um newspaper saint which said you know children shouldn't be used for used for political purposes because they can easily be brainwashed um, and persuaded into an opposite view which i think is a really rather outrageous thing to say considering that the youth is left with the impact of climate change and it's very narrow-minded to say oh we don't really know what we're doing when evidently we are saying this is our future maybe you're not yet saying you don't really know what you were doing and i think maybe we should be asking you know who's been brainwashing whom 
into in action for all these years. And how is it that has got so far that we are the ones that are having to miss classes and having to miss out on our education, or at least part of it, in order to stand up for our future? And, you know, everyone always says, you know, you know, I don't know. It's just so difficult to understand sometimes that how much of it is the movement for so long has been sort of being pushed aside um, or being pushed aside as an issue and in we can't solve um, or as something, oh, that is not part of the everyday life. Um, so sort of some sort of living in denial thing. Yeah, knowing it happening, it's happening, but also there are other things. Um, which, yeah, I mean, it's always difficult with long-term problems like climate change to respond to, but we've got to the point where now we do require urgent and immediate action um, because, you know, our future is literally being pulled away from under our feet. And if adults and seniors and governments in the last 50 years would have taken responsibility and action for climate justice, then children and the youth in general now would not have to stand up for two strike. And I do agree that it should not be left our responsibility. And um, But the world's ecosystems are at a tipping point. And we have to change the reality of our future. Also, I think I would really argue that age does our age does not undermine our intelligence, um, especially for children at school and, uh, or, yeah, at, uh, at young elders at university, youth at university, because... Actually, we are very open to knowledge. We are just, at this point in time, we'll be are researching and learning so many important things. And also because the school systems around the world have actually incorporated so much more climate change knowledge nowadays than in the past. I do think we have a, like quite a strong understanding, actually, of what is happening. And um, the most important yeah, most fact is obviously that we are recognizing that with what we see in the news um, from... <laughs> From, from climate catastrophes, uh, from increased cyclones, from weather events, like even just looking out of the windows of in these last few years and comparing how like the climate fluctuation, fluctuations, how intense some of them have been and how we're seeing more intense weather events, be it last year, for example, when we had an intense snow event, um, which was from a cold air coming down from the north uh yeah, from the Arctic because um, this of the melting of ice and then all the cold air coming down bringing um, lots of snow, um, which caused like the beast of the east. Um, and then this year also seeing how, you know, some of it's been warmer and we've got flowers in spring um, quite early on um, and then recognizing how, you know, these climate fluctuations fit into the bigger picture. But anyway, drifting off a bit. Um yeah, I think it is important, you know, that everywhere we question, you know, why, you know, what has been done, why so little has happened, and what can we do in our sphere and everywhere to push for action. And I think, I hope that the strikes and demonstration finally signal how severe the situation is, and that this world, as we know, it really is heading to extinction. And it's time that adults and politicians and people everywhere realize the severity of the situation. 
and yes, I, you know, I would also prefer to focus completely focus on my studies rather than worrying about climate change in my future 24-7. But if we want to live on a habitable planet and have a future, this is the time for us to stand up. We've been failed by past generations and now I think we have a right to stand up for that and to stand in solidarity with that. And yes, that is really difficult sometimes, you know, is like even for me, who's very, who I am very passionate about the environment. I've always been very passionate about it, you know, and I do enjoy also the, um, speaking to people who are also passionate about and looking for ways and how can we make this world a better place in so many different ways and how can we be more sustainable and, you know, looking, yeah, going on, being on this eco-activist journey. But even so, you know, it's just sometimes it's just also difficult that there is so much pressure to do something. And for me as well, knowing that, you know, if I don't do something every day, it's going to like get worse. And I think this year, especially, I've actually realized that I've probably done more climate activism work uh, from all the projects and things that I've been doing, like hours spent into that, um, than for my modules, which is a very scary fact. I don't know how I do it sometimes, but yeah. And I'm, I'm not saying that because, oh, yeah, I, I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, obviously I'm doing it as, as a choice that I'm taking, but it's just for me, it's, I think we, I'm, uh, it's just really difficult to realize, you know, at what point in history we're standing and that really this, this is our future. And this is just the way we are living on earth is just, just not, cannot continue and I want to be able to have a future. I want to be able to see this see this world move into a more sustainable direction and not move into the direction of tipping points, more catastrophe, resultant wars and conflict. It's not the world I want to see. And yeah. Um, so yeah, I think the sign that um, school to, the fact that school children and university students have to protest and miss out. Um, on education really signals that there's something very wrong with the system. Um, but then yet, I think what really shocks me or really puzzles me, instead of looking at that, addressing that problem and the system and really saying how outrageous that is, that this is where the point of we've got to, there's still people out there looking to criticize us rather than the system and looking to criticize them. Um, yeah. I think Greta Thunberg has also received some pretty harsh criticism, criticisms which are really not fair on a 16-year-old girl who's been so brave standing up for um, climate action and in front of um, leaders from around the world and really taking that step and saying, okay, as also alone, just going out, sitting in front of her parliament and saying, I'm not going to school because there's no future left for me if I don't stand up for climate action now. Um, yeah. But if you're interested, um, if you have any comments to, to the, add to that, please do log into the buzz box and then uh, comment those. And then I can also, we can have a discussion around that. But yeah, those are sort of my thoughts. And I think when, if you are one of those people who are out there striking and there's some sort of hate coming back, because whatever we do, there's always some sort of criticism that will come at some point. Uh, 
don't be discouraged, you know. Um, we just have to keep going. And uh, yeah, that's why the next song that I'm going to play is called um, Hold Your Head Up High um, by Darling Side because just as a little inspirement to, you know, whatever happens, it's fine. We'll get over it. And just don't give up because this is our future and this is important. Uh, but yeah, anyway, hope you enjoy and let's listen to it. Okay, welcome back. Um, so now I'm going to talk about the XR strikes and the XR um, week of rebellion that is coming up. So for you, for those of you who've not heard about what um, Extinction Rebellion is, it's um, yeah, short. Um, XR is the shortened version for it. Um, it's a movement um, that I think started in the UK has gone to a global movement. So it's an international group. And um, yeah, we declare international nonviolent rebellion against world governments for criminal inaction on the ecological crisis. And um, I think, yeah, what XR is being really strong at doing is sending out these really, really, really intense signs that we this is a climate emergency and time is running out for us to have action and just not acting is actually yeah criminal inaction and um it's good it's, it's been getting obviously quite a lot of headlines um i'm sure also some um, um controversy and um criticisms but generally very well received as a growing movement all around the world because citizens, as citizens, we are knowing that this is, this what is happening to our world is very scary. And actually um, all of the predictions that have been happening for climate change, even by the IPCC report from what we've seen already, the observations have been a lot worse than e even the worst prediction. And that is very scary. And um, it is important to... Um, to really look at, you know, join a movement and look from like every for, around the world and um, standing up for uh, the justice for the just for climate justice. Um, yeah. So um, what like the demands are for Extinction Rebellion is they uh, we demand governments to tell the truth about ecological crisis, zero emissions and withdrawal of um, with um, drawdown by twenty twenty five. And participatory um, democracy, which is where um, citizen assembly comes in, and um, yeah, that's the international rebellion is happening on the fifteenth of April, and uh, that's where everywhere in the world. Um, and I think extinction with video the extinction rebellion, we are looking to yeah, all extinction rebellion really is looking to host or form really the biggest climate movement. Um, with some intense messages um, and just looking at what Extinction Rebellion rebels have been done until now is very inspiring, very intense, but also very important. And that, you know, um, might have heard of the House of Commons, the um, 12 naked um, people who with messages um, for climate action in, yeah, that stood there and, um, <laughs> Um, towards the politicians saying, you know, really making a statement and that there are people out there who are getting arrested, who are blacking rights in order to say this is this is not the reality we want anymore. And yeah, of course, that's a bit co 
and controversial. Obviously, that's not f- maybe for everyone. But when you look at historic events in uh, in history, um, what's really brought about changes when some sort of civil disobedience has happened. When we look at um, segregation in America and how that was historically um, addressed and how people just said, you know, the way life is currently working is not happening anymore and that needs to change. And um, yeah, so pre, but I think what's really important is that it is a peaceful protest movement. It's about civil disobedience and peaceful protest. And um, whatever way it is, if you want to support, if you want to become of, really make a statement, use your voice. Um, I think that's an amazing way to do it. Everywhere I think we're all, um, I think in the UK, there's so many train stations, so many, there's everywhere, there's posters everywhere. Just make sure to join. Um, I know for, there's many happening in the bigger cities. There's the massive one happening in London, which Extension Ready is trying to get so many people to join down and come to London. Um, but there is also one in Edinburgh, which I'm looking to go to. And um, yeah, I think it would be great to get a group also from St Andrews together to um, to go. Um, I know a few people are going, but maybe we can move that um, also to make that bigger and to form part of that statement. And then that's going to be um, two weeks of rebellion and camping outside and um, the parliament and saying, we need action and we need it now. And yeah, that's uncomfortable and that won't be easy. But we've got to such a point of life on earth that there is we that we this is just what has to happen you know so many ways have been tried to talk to people try to negotiate try to bring some sort of action and just nothing has happened so obviously the game needs to be stepped up that's the message that has been sent and that's obviously this response that we as citizens are giving the governments and are giving organizations um so yeah it's an it's an exciting time in history it's a time for us to really make a difference and uh to push for change and to believe in to believe in that new world to manifest a better reality um yeah so we have a right to stand up for our future and we need all people adults and positions and influence on board you know um and from all political perspectives and yeah if you care about anything or anyone, you should find a way to get involved. And if striking is not your thing, you know, you can phone up government representatives, write letters, sign petitions, donate money to the climate action organization, support those who are doing that, you know, look, planting trees, um, yeah, pushing for change on local level, speaking about it with people. That's also so important because nothing like a personal interaction to talk to someone about it because people can uh, more easily dismiss maybe a newspaper or something like that. Um, or not tune into a radio show or switch channel or something. Um, but speaking to people around is really powerful. And uh, getting your voice heard. Because I really believe in the fact that we all have a voice for a reason. And together we can be so powerful if we empower each other to use our voices and uh, to all stand up for climate change because we all have a voice and a, a, a role to play in this. Uh, we all have um, um, an obligation and responsibility. And yeah, no matter how scary that might seem at first, you know, to stand up in front of people and to say things and um, to do things differently is can be scary. And uh, it's not always easy. And there'll obviously still be people who will think of criticisms. Um, 
but we at this point in history where it is incredibly uh incredibly actually or, or it's easy to get involved in climate action with the things if you want to get involved you can get involved with what is happening everywhere around the world yeah so um this is where we are at the moment and um yeah i wanted to play um heal the world um by michael jackson because that's obviously very classic to just reflect on you know how we can really use um this movement towards uh, climate action to actually make the world a better place in so many different ways and how that's an issue that really addresses all spheres um, of life on earth. Whatever it is we want to do, whatever it is we're passionate about, this all plays into the decision of our future on earth. So, yeah. Okay. So, climate action strikes in St. Andrews. Um, yeah, the Climate Action Group in St. Andrews organized, as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, um, our first strike was on the 15th of March, which we joined the massive global youth strike, which was of 1.6 million people all around the world, um, mostly children and um, students. And our, um, yeah, if you want to also read a more report on that, when we had our first one, I um posted a blog about that on my website um as well as the future voices podcast that i recorded i recorded a podcast for messages from students and school children at the strike saying you know why are we striking what are we aiming to achieve and um yeah why is this something we care about um that's really um inspiring to listen to um i've had quite a wide age range i think the youngest person was uh, from miss with with messages on the podcast as 12 and then obviously um, students from in like the 20s so um, there's a quite a wide range of um, voice youth voices um, being heard of what why are we doing this um, and that's um, eco um, eco hyphen activist um, activists dot zero dot za um, I'll probably also post a link on my Facebook page which is at eco activist journeys altogether um, if you want to find it and the next strike, more importantly, is happening this Friday, the 12th of April, in San Salvador Quad at 10.15am. Um, um, yeah, in the University of San Salvador Squad. And then we're walking along the streets of St. Andrews protesting. And we'll hopefully form, we'll hopefully form quite a big group of both um, students and school children. And this is what I'm really hoping to be one of uh, the biggest climate strikes to happen in St. Andrews yet and um, it's so important to get the word out and to get people from everywhere to join this is not just a movement for environmentalists this is a movement for all of us regardless of our backgrounds and uh, what we want to study what we want to do this is our future and we need to stand up for it and we need to stand in solidarity with the global movement and we need to say that we care and um, I think because we are such an international community here in St. Andrews and such an important old historic university town, we can really make a difference and make an impact with getting those voices heard and joining the strike. Um, yeah, follow our Facebook page, which is um, Cl um, Climate Action St. Andrews. And that's also where our um, event will be po um, is posted under our events. So you can check there as well, share it, link, um, say that you're going. Um, yeah, 
And um, there's also all the social media. There's an Instagram account for um, Climate Action St. Andrews as well as a Twitter. And um, also, if anyone who's listening is from St. Andrews and has a megaphone, we need a megaphone. Please get in contact with us. Uh, or we probably need more than more, one, one megaphone, actually, uh, because we're hoping for it to be quite a big strike. Um, for further information and the podcast and the links, please go on to my Eco Actors Journey's Facebook page. If you have any questions, you can also contact me or my Instagram page. I have a radio Instagram page, which is at Eco Activist Journeys. Um, and I will be posting this recording as soon as I have a little bit of time to do it um, on the um, anchor, my Anchor podcast page as well, edited. And yes, it's so, so important that we all go out there and really, really see this situation is, you know, inaction is criminal, really. We need to do something and we need to make our voices heard and we need to get as many people to join as possible because, you know, this, this, it is for everyone. And even the youth strikes, we need parents and grandparents to come out there and anyone really to say, you know, we want future generations to, or we want our children or grandchildren or whatever to have a future. And we want, yeah, we want a more sustainable and just planet. Um. But yeah, one song that I listened to this week, um, suddenly I came across it really quite randomly, um, which was a reflective song. It's called Blessed We Are. And it talks about, you know, remembering what a blessing it is that we get to live on planet Earth and that we need to think of like all future generations that are yet to come and the people that are yet to come that want to walk on this planet. And really, I think that message really says, you know, all the people yet to come to live on this planet, they should have, they should have the future enabled to live on that, live on that planet, and um, experience life because it is so special. It's such a special place to live in. We have so much beauty around us, even though Earth is evidently evidently hurting so much with what is happening to um, to our planet at the moment. There's so many things out of balance or getting out of balance even more, and yet there's still so many beautiful places. And so much culture and so much so much to preserve and so much to love. And I think, you know, this is our one earth, our one home and our one mission to really focus on at the moment. So, yeah, thank you so much for tuning in today. Please um, join your local climate strike. Join this and Andrew's climate strike. Um, speak about it to people. Let's make it massive. And thank you. Hope you have a good week. Keep up the activism, hold your head up high <laughs> and be strong because together we are the generation to make the difference because we have to be the generation to make the difference and we will be. Okay, have a beautiful day. And um, yeah, if also I would probably not be able to post the song on the um, podcast recording. So maybe if you feel... Um, I would encourage you to go listen to your in times called Blessed We Are by Peya. Um, yeah, it's a little bit of a different song. It's a, but yeah, a little bit reflective, obviously. And um, so I hope you enjoy. And thank you for tuning in. This was Eco Activist Journeys. My name is Leah. And feel free to connect with me if you want to talk about something or if you want to join. I'm always happy to answer any questions or to talk about, yeah, eco activism. So, um, Thank you.